Okay, okay. Let's see. Hi, Rico. I'm Tiff with Preem. So nice having you. Thank you. Of course, of course. How you doing? How's your Monday going? I'm good. I just went to the mall. Ooh. Wait, what mall's open? It's in Virginia. All the malls in Virginia are open. Oh, what you get from Sephora? What you cut? Hold on. Okay. So, for the Savage Fenty show, Priscilla used Dior foundation on me. Yes. So I got the deal. I got the stuff that she used on me. And then I'm also trying this new thing. It's by Mario. I don't know what this is for. It's like a gloss. Mid gloss. That looks bomb. Like you literally just look it's just wet literally. so i'm about to be up then wait i got this this is like my favorite thing ever this is this is this in the fancy gloss is the best <laughs> come on now love bite stuff oh my god the best your lips be so soft and luscious <laughs> yeah they're the best okay so, um, how have you been with quarantine and stuff? Um, I feel like we've been in quarantine longer than six months, but it's only been six months. So, how have you been with quarantine? Like, entire year. But yeah, I forget in, in January, I was like in Australia. So. Crazy. That shit feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah, I know. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it sucks. I miss everything. And I've just been... I don't know. I, I guess I've been noticing a lot of shit about myself that I don't like. And I guess that going into 2021, it won't be like some superficial ass New Year's resolution, but actually something that I've actually gotten the time to see because I've been around myself more than anyone else. No distractions this year. You know what I'm saying? Like any other year, I feel like your mind as an artist might get jaded with all the love that you get and like your fans and it's just like I'm just the best person in the world yes. and then you start realizing like I feel like the quarantine I just start realizing like actually like you have a lot of shit that you need to like be working on right now like your um your business is great your fucking artistry is great your music life that's what I call it. your music life is fucking fire yes. but like your real life is like it's missing like several things that I feel like as a young adult you should just do, such as driving. Yeah. Look, I live in this big ass house. So I don't know how to drive. No, I don't know how to drive at all. And like my best friend, he's been teaching me how to drive. Like, so it's just shit like that. That's like, yeah, you get so jaded with people driving you everywhere and all these drivers and all these fucking fans, it's just like, oh, you're so cool. And then you get alone and all that stuff is gone. And it's kind of just like, wow, like, why don't I know how to drive? Like, what the fuck? I thought people was just going to drive me around my whole life. Right. So, that's like, dope, though. That's dope. I mean, driving around in New York, I mean, I don't know about that, though. No, because I was just in New York and it's empty, but I still ain't driving out there because there's nowhere to park. I didn't even know people actually drove in New York. Like, I didn't know that that actually happened. That should be like a sin. It has to be. Like, you need to ban cars for personal use in New York. 
have them. You only be able to take public transit. Like, there's nothing that far. Nothing. Yeah. No, they need to ban it. <laughs> no more cars. Completely. <laughs> Completely. So, what was it like growing up in a Afro Puerto Rican household? What was that like? Oh. Would we call it Afro Puerto Rican? Would we? I mean, my mom. I don't know, like, you know how some generations, like, people would consider this generation more so, like, if you're mixed, mm-hmm. like, you're probably more, like, one side than the other, maybe, but the way my mom grew up was, like, it was already, my mom's side is, like, the lighter skin, like, her mom is the lighter skin Puerto Rican, and then her father, like, my grandpa, he's the darker skin Puerto Rican, like, more, like, looking on the Dominican side, so my family growing up, like, I never even noticed that we were Spanish. <laughs> like, people were like, okay, they speak a whole different language. But, like, I have cousins that look Black. And I don't know. I never really noticed it until I got older. And then as I got older, I realized that I was definitely a Black girl. Definitely, like, you know, my mom would send me over so-and-so's house to get my hair braided because my mom didn't know how to braid. And just, like, certain shit like that when I wanted certain hairstyles. And even, like, music, like, I was always, like, listening to what my father was listening to. And um, my dad is Black, and he used to make music. So I was just always, I feel like, more so around, I guess, the, yeah, the Black people. Fuck that shit. Because there was never, there was never no bridge. There was never no, like, you're, you're not black for me because I don't speak another language so like it would always just feel like I would go to New York and see my cousins and they are look like me or even darker than me and they fucking speak Spanish and it's just like there is no I don't know I can't really see what side I blend more on but I've definitely been to the Puerto Rican day parade a couple times I mean I'm not I feel like I should get more enlightened in my Puerto Rican culture. That's one thing I would say. I feel like my mom be sad sometimes when she watches my interview. She's like, damn, like you don't really know that much. And I really don't, but. I mean, I feel like it is what it is, you know? And I feel like if you identify more so with like, you know, black culture and being a black woman, like that makes sense, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just also like, I guess you could say, like, when you are, I guess one of three have Black cousins, mm-hmm. and, like, all this family is, like, a whole, but like, 100% Spanish, it do get, like, a little bit tricky because you're trying to figure out, like, where do I fit? It was like that a lot of, like, middle school, just, like, where, like, what am I? Mm-hmm. Because I felt like, in the midst of all of this, I would go to school and aside from family, people would say that I was fucking white because of the type of music I listened to. Like, you would never get, oh, she's Spanish. Like, it was just always like, oh yeah, she's white. She listens to rock. Like, look how she dresses. Like, look how she talks. Like, so that shit was always a battle for me. I was always like, why the fuck do people think that I'm white? Like, that shit was, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> It's insulting. <laughs> no offense, but like, really? Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I feel like people just try to, you know, put people in boxes that make sense. 
And I feel like a lot of people don't come, don't really want to know exactly people's full like background and like that we're diverse. It's not just like black and white. Feel better about like their opinion on that person. Like, exactly. It, it really do. It really do. So what did your parents teach you about mental health? Do parents teach mental health? Do they? I mean, do they? <laughs> I feel like parents teach mental health in the sense where they show you where, where they went wrong. Because you'll just be like, damn, look at how other people do this, and I can't do that. Where was y'all at during this time of that developmental stage? But I feel like you, you can't really put everything on, on your parents. But, yeah, my parents really taught me. One thing that they taught me about mental health was that it's not real. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I got older that my parents were like, mental health you're, you're gonna like be old one day take care of yourself but it was never take care of your mind it was more so take care of your body don't do drugs don't do this don't stay out late don't party but it was never like hey if you, you know you're going crazy banging your head against the walls you should talk to somebody like right I think, um yeah all of that shit i feel like when you're when you're black that shit is kind of like invisible like what is mental health like mental health is you being dramatic right no for real but I feel like growing up now like with my son I'm I'm probably definitely going to tell him like expressing your feelings is normal it's okay to feel whatever you want to feel my parents always made me feel like being angry was disrespectful Mm. so then I started tying being angry with authority as like a sense of relief because I can't get angry with my parents because it's just a disrespect but it all trickles down so. it does yeah it's kind of like when when your parents are so big on like um don't embarrass me mm-hmm. type of vibe it can be very hard to build self-confidence because then everything that you do should just it's, it's always like well i'm doing this so i don't embarrass them and it's hard to build your own identity like very hard that's what it was senior year and she's like everything my mom did I did my mom hated like she hated the way I dressed she hated fucking I had piercing she hated my piercing she hated my fucking makeup my lipstick everything kind of like irritated her so it was always just like I started dressing like a basic bitch just so it could make my mom more comfortable you know what I'm saying and then like when I finally stopped living with my mom stopped living with my parents and like they haven't seen me in a couple weeks and then they see me it's not so much like what is all this? It's like, wow, you look like this. <laughs> I feel good because they they aren't there to nitpick every little fucking thing. But I feel like parents are never satisfied because they're always just like, you could be better. You could be the best. And, and I'm the only child. So it's just like, this is our chance. <laughs> it's on you. It is on you. <laughs> all your fucking eggs in the basket with me, and I'm just running around here throwing eggs at people's houses. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it sucks being the only child, too. Like, I, I definitely wish that I would have had a brother or sister somewhere down the line. Yeah, for sure. Do you, do you kind of encourage that in your son to just, like, be himself and, like, embrace that creativity and, like... I feel like I do. My son is bad. He bad because I let him do that. 
I shouldn't be letting him do that. I shouldn't. I, I, I don't even know what to say. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because <laughs> let them embrace themselves. And they just be tripping. He be tripping sometimes. Like, I be like, bro, like, you need to calm down. Like, but um, I feel like most, when I say that, like I say, I feel like most parents will associate that with, like, they acting grown. But luckily, I have a son. Mm-hmm. So I don't really think there is, there won't be none of that, oh, he ain't grown for business, he acting grown. Because, like, that's more so for women. That's mm-hmm. more so for girls to mind your manners and just, like, stay in a child's place. Keep it cute, bitch. You gotta be, keep it cute. Don't be a girl for business. You know what I'm saying? But as a boy, it's it's a little bit different. I like, I like the fact that he listens. I like the fact that I could be having an adult conversation and he'll like, he'll pull from the funny shit. Almost as if like, he, he know what's going on. So, yeah. I feel like I ain't gonna do much hiding with him. You know how you have to hide shit? I don't feel like I'm gonna have to do much hiding with him because he, he been around, he been around it. He ain't, yeah. You know, it ain't like how my parents was. It was like very sheltered in mm-hmm. a sense. Obviously not from music, but my mom, I was very sheltered. With mm-hmm. him, it's more so like whatever decisions you choose to make, they're going to be on you. I'm going to be here, good or bad, but I can't do what my parents did and make me afraid to make decisions. Yes. You ain't, you just going to be living in my fucking basement. Yes. They're gonna be living with me. You're gonna like imagine my 30 year old son live with me. I would be mad. I would be mad. If you 30 years old live, I'm be mad. All because I couldn't tell you how to make decisions. Uh-uh. I'll be damned. That's too funny. I mean, being 30, living in with my mom would be absolutely terrible. But also good. That's what I was about to say. Like what <laughs> do you get? It's like 20s is like, fuck, no, I'd never. But then it's like 30. It's like, I mean, I don't know. She could cook dinner. She right. could walk uh, I don't even know. It may be good. It might be my roommate. I don't know. <laughs> you already live with your parents. So it's kind of like, fuck it. I can go back to that. So true. So true. So what freedom does Rico Nasty has that Maria Kelly did? Uh, freedom to wear what she wants. Mm-hmm. My shirt. I can't wear this around my mama. She think my titty popping out. You. She'll be like, your titties are showing. She would trip. Yeah. But, uh, oh my god, my hair color. Yes. Um, just like my choice and appearance in general, mm-hmm. which is something that most women get once once they start with me. But um, mine is a little bit hardcore. Like I get to wear like. BDSM type of outfits and shit like that. Obviously, nobody's mother wants to see their child in that, but that's what I'm interested in. So that comes with the freedom, and I just feel that also being accepted for those things. Like I kind of like get to be weird in my freedom. I love that. I love that. Is it is it mostly that with like the relationship with your parents that you feel like there's more freedom with being Rico Nasty, or do you feel like just Every day. Mm. Every day. Mm-hmm. I feel like I learned new shit about myself and about, like, I guess the power that my talent holds. Mm. Like, every day I learn, like, wow, that shit, that's a freedom that I have for mm-hmm. working hard or for making a, a song that somebody can relate to. Like, oh, getting your car towed. Fucking. Like, it'd be a lot of shit that's just like 
it be wrong and then they see me and it's like okay 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 yeah so it's just like i can't really pinpoint one thing but i mean free food is always a plus people Ooh. like giving me free food all the time and i like that. i appreciate that my like fast food workers they're like fucking rico frosty yes <laughs> i appreciate that i appreciate like it's a lot of freedom you get from being an artist bro it's like mm-hmm. in a different way i can um, I, I wouldn't have said that a couple years ago mm-hmm. but now i feel like i'm here and shit is different like they treat you like a fucking like a family member bro like that's good that's a sign so do you find it did you find it particularly difficult earlier on in your career as a black woman to like do this music thing i mean i still consider myself coming out in the era where it was like there's only nick mm. because i had a sugar trap on the out before cardi like all my shit was already like cardi took mainstream by surprise, but like underground wise, I always just like, oh, it's only Nikki. And it's gonna be like that forever. And then when shit kinda like changed, it was just like I don't even know how to express it. It was it was really fast. Mm-hmm. It was definitely overnight. It was definitely like a switch around like popping where it was just like I feel like how can I say this? It was so much shit up in the air and so many different people not liking each other that nobody had ever heard about respectfully that it was just like play after play after play, artist after artist, and they were all girls and it was just ever since then, like it was just, it never stopped. <laughs> like I'll never forget that shit. It was, it was like really fast. Obviously we have our mainstream artists, but like being an under, underground black woman in rap was not even cool until like 2015. Right. And it was crazy. Like it was... Obviously, you have the club shit, you have certain shit, and then you have, like, you have fears of them making you conform, yes. You will have situations where they might knock on the door, like, are you willing to conform? But you have to, when you get in this shit, you gotta know what you want. You better figure it out. You got, like, three years to figure out what you want. After that, if you don't, your shit gonna go dry. Crazy. When did you figure out what you wanted? When I got back from when I got back from Mexico mm. like last year, that was like the best trip ever, and it wasn't even like no crazy luxurious shit. I went to Mexico and thought I was gonna be like out most of the time, but I wound up being in a bed mm. and just thinking myself to death because I thought that the fucking album was gonna have to come out back then. And in thinking myself to death, it was just like, bro, like. What are you gonna do after this album? After what like what is this? And you have to have that talk with yourself and it just becomes like I got rich all being myself. I'm gonna just keep doing that. That's lit. That's what's up. I mean, I feel like that's really what it's all about. I mean, just really being authentic to who you are. And that's dope that you you're able to do that and be a rock star and make if, you conform, if you conform to whatever people want you to be like 
whenever somebody look up to you, they're not going to really have a real version of you to look up to. They'll have a manufactured version. And I feel like early on, I was touring probably more than a lot of people. Yeah. Back to back, selling shit out. I was on the road for almost a year straight. And it was just like seeing all these girls, skinny girls, thick girls, light-skinned girls, dark-skinned girls, black girls, white girls, Muslim girls, Spanish girls, all like, bro, you make me feel powerful. Then when I'm in meetings and people are like, bro, you should switch it like this or do it like this, I'm like, kiss my ass. Like, what? Right. You love me already. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So with everything happening with like social inequality and all the social injustices and police brutality, all this madness, do you feel like it's a responsibility for you as an artist to like speak up on stuff like that? Hell yeah. Because a lot of us, I don't want to say a lot of us, I want to say a lot of this new generation, the first thing that they do when they wake up is check academics or check their favorite application. So, I feel like as an artist, you need to be, they need to, they need to see that shit. Whether they white, whatever, they need to see what you had to see. They need to see and feel that fucking pain that you're going through. They should, they deserve to. Everybody got to understand like what's going on right now. And I feel like if you're not using your platform to address that or enlighten people on it. I think that's really what it is. Cause like, I can honestly say it'd be a lot of people like white people that follow me and they're like really sadly, they're confused. They don't, they literally live in a different world than us, bro. Like they literally don't understand that feeling. They don't, they never have felt that. So trying to like make a person that never felt that feel like, yo, this shit is real through a post. It can be hard to do. It can be very hard to do, but you got to do that because that's your fucking job. Yes. That's your job. You know how your job as an artist is to get on stage and dance and do all that other. Your job as a black person is to let black people and other, and everybody know what the fuck is going on because this shit has been going on for so long and it's just gets swept under the rug and another big ass problem surfaces and it's just like what about that like nigga are we gonna fix this is it just gonna keep being like just and if you're not speaking on that if you're not letting people know hey guys like spread love spread love it's as simple as that no you don't need to tell niggas a long speech but bro spread love and if you see some weird shit going on help help as much as you can like that ain't snitching like you see somebody getting killed you're a civilian I don't have shit to do with you nigga you better let that nigga mama know what happened yeah. like and these cops not gonna the, you think Fox or CNN gonna tell us the truth a lot of the truth it's crazy that I can say this a lot of the truth on this black the gang the violence that be coming against us be on social media a lot of the truth, a lot of this last person's tweets, the place this person was at, who this person was with, that you go on their page, young, like, it's it's too easy to find. So if you find it and you know the truth, spread the truth. That's it. Yes, yes. And I feel like your music already is, like, political. 
because it's like our rage it's our joy i mean i don't know how many times i listen to smack a bitch during this whole thing like because that's really the sentiment like that's how i feel um at home and your lingerie (laughs) yes what's the world like no for real i mean i don't know i feel like that I feel like oftentimes people expect like conscious music to have to say something about it. And I don't think that's true. I I feel like your music is just as conscious because it's like, yo, thank God I have to smack a bitch today. And it's like, that's real. And it's crazy too, because obviously I've I've done a lot of interviews for this um, album and there's so many people like early on, are you taking the more conscious route when you speak, when you're talking about vulnerability and you're talking about this, are you going to take a more like conscious approach? Are you going to be talking about what's going on in the world? And I said that that is conforming. That's conforming in my eyes. That's not what I do. I don't take political arguments and turn them into music. No, mm-hmm. I turn people's emotions up. That's what I do. If you fucking mad, you get to be mad with me. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to say these bitches mad. No, bitch, we're mad, bitch. We mad, bitches, okay? If we're feeling cute and we feeling ditzy, it's power and all of those emotions, like, and if I just focused on lyrics and just being a, a lyricist and I'm so lyrical, mysterical, typical, typical, like, yo, that shit is like, that's not fun, bro. Like, nobody's gonna feel like a bad bitch to that. And I feel like right now in the world, it's 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 so much going on against black women. Like, I know we, we see it. Like, there's so much going on with like, just like, oh, you can't trust these bitches and all this like negative ass shit. And I just feel like I'm so excited to drop this project because I feel like we finally need the rage. When I dropped my music before, I never, it was not a time where we needed rage. We didn't need that shit. It was kind of different. But now that y'all know what I'm coming with, it's like, no, bitch, we need the rage. Yes. These these people out here are tripping on black women, like tripping on us, taking shit from us, hurting us, lying on us, stealing from us, like talking down on us, making videos about this shit, think this shit is funny, making songs and whole albums about this shit, taking it like a fucking joke as if we're not somebody's niece, daughter, could be your cousin. Like, it's kind of fucking disgusting. And I feel like now more than ever, we need we need some shit to bang our heads to and let these niggas know we is not playing with y'all. I got this fucking mace, bitch. I'm not playing. We out here, okay? <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. And do you feel like, I mean, just on the topic of Black women in the industry how can we support black women in the music industry more by not being fake by just being a fucking human being like every every time you don't have to make a post about everything that somebody going through like if you feel like this person deserves like a word or to be spoken to bruh do that shit in private do that shit like one-on-one like let this person know like Aside from, like, likes and all these people, like, oh, you fuck with her, too. Like, I understand that, like, aside from this shit, like, you're a person. And I I, I see what's going on and just talk to them. 
stop using like their clout as a way to get other people to talk to you because that's what I think it is like somebody go through something and everybody makes a post and then it's just like but did you like call this bitch and t- like did, are you are we really talking about what's going on right now or is it just like okay let me post this old ass picture and wish you well like are you gonna check on me bro like it gets scary. It gets scary. And and once again, nobody in this industry owes you shit. So keep keep it of mind. Like, don't nobody need to be nice to you when you go through private shit. A lot of artists, like, I know if I went through some really private ass shit, I don't want people from the music world, like, that I don't really talk to hitting me up. But if it's genuine, it's genuine. And, and, you, res- and you respect people for that. And it's a respectable thing to do other than using other people's shit as content. Because this isn't just content, this is somebody's real life. So if you care about black women, you care about black artists, hit them one-on-one. Like when when the cameras is off, bitch, hit them one-on-one because they're still a person. I feel like all this glitz and glam gets washed away. Like, bitch, we take our wigs off. We come on our periods, we get cramps. We get our heart broke just like everybody else. Just because we dress nice does not fucking change that, like, at all. That's so true. So true. I mean, where where do you see, like, it progressing? Where, like, the progression is being made at? Do you feel like there's some type of progression or you feel like we kind of hit a, a wall here? I feel like there's no progression in the human race as of now because like niggas can't go nowhere but I feel like once artists are able to do what they did before like have these gatherings of their fans and create memories again like I think that there's going to be a lot more love being spread mm-hmm. a lot more I don't know I sound like that bitch off of me girls it's like everybody could just live happily ever after and just get along we can just all get along rainbows rainbows and unicorns it's gonna be so good bitch this world is ugly so I can't promise that but I can promise that I'm gonna be spreading love to everybody I'm gonna be checking on everybody bitch you trying to slide I think that's what's happening now that's the progression the progression is like women are like one-on-one like Bitch, you trying to pull up? Come on, pull up. Let's have some fun and let's go out. Let's get to know each other better. Let's uplift one another. Um, I think there's 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 definitely a change happening. Like I this woman rap right now, bitch. We I could put my I know I could, if my best friend wanted to rap, I could put that bitch on. Mm. I could put them on just like how all these niggas like when they when they oh you want rap bro and they put their friends on like that's how female rap is like it's mm-hmm. lit now it's really lit like if you want rap girl all you need is one song bitch. <laughs> you out here yes that one song I'll be like you know Rico said all I needed was one song good or bad I really like it really doesn't matter to me because like it's just a fucking stepping stone it's just like Bitch, either way, the fact that we can even do that, the fact that, like, you can literally make a song, I could post it, and you might get a deal. It's just, like, <laughs> blows my mind. Like, niggas are checking for women. These labels are, they, be, yeah, be aware. These labels are checking for women now. Mm-hmm. Check, like, checking for women. Like, you, you would think they not signed. Yo, everybody getting signed. It's a deal for you, deal for you. Deal. Now, if, whether or not they good, I don't know. So, make sure you read them. But, you know. They check it for us, and a couple years ago, they weren't yeah. at all. 
Yeah. We could barely get in the club without being with niggas. Like, <laughs> now we own the club, bitch. <laughs> niggas not going in the club unless it's a female rapper performing, period. Because they know it's going to be bitches. The times have changed already. Like, mm. it's over. Yes, it really is. It really is. Speaking of, like, fashion um, and, like, just women just being baddies and, like, just really doing it. Like, you do it, for sure. So what are some, like, Black fashion icons you look up to? Ooh, Grace Jones. Yes. Grace Jones. Oh, my God. Grace fucking Jones. Grace Grace Jones. When, um, okay. When it's time, when, like, they, the camera's cut on and, like, it's time for a photo shoot, I be channeling my inner Grace Jones. Like, on my profiles and stuff. Like, I know I ain't got the cheekbones, but... That bitch, that's a good bitch. I mean, Naomi Campbell, obviously, I love her. I love her walk. I love everything that she fucking ever did. The other girl, what's her name? Um, She was with, her name is Iman. She was with H.F. Rocky. That was where I was, like, during Tumblr. I was like, okay. Yes. Um, it's like, a, it's, first of all, I feel like all the best people in fashion are black women. So, the list can kind of go on and on. Like, Eve was like one of my big like fashion inspirations I guess like younger younger like younger I remember I wanted to cut my hair like Eve mm-hmm. like when I was like in the third grade yes I wanted my hair cut like Rough Riders like bitch cut it off and my mom was like really upset and she just got mad but um Rihanna for me was really like you know how everybody has that stand moment I think Rihanna and Nicki Minaj were like, Rihanna, my stands are, my stand list is really weird. Rihanna, Nicki Minaj, and Tyler. Those were the phases that I went through. Like, proud stand, had all the merch, stood in line, had the album, had the posters, was for those three people. It was really bad for Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj just was the worst stand phase of my life. It really was. Like, it was so... I cut my bangs, bitch. It took forever to grow back. And, like, everything was always, like... Like, I was just so animated. Like, (laughs) Nicki Minaj, bro, when she first came out, she was, like, a fucking drug. Like, you had to do that shit in private. Like, when you wanted to fucking sing Nikki, she'd be like, shimmy, shimmy, girl. Like, you really had to get into that. Like, if you had your group of friends, you did it with them, and it was like a party. But if you didn't, bitch, you was just out here looking crazy. Nikki was, that was fun. That was fun. I mean, and then to go and work with Ree for the Savage Fenty show. Right, one more shot, myself. Rico, like, that's huge. Like, it was like one of those moments that I can't even describe it honestly because Rihanna, Rihanna, it's just she's so beautiful, man. Like she really, like oh my god, I feel like such a head ass because like everybody says it, like everyone says the same thing. She's so beautiful. She's so nice. She's so like amazing and angelic and graceful and smooth and swaggy. Like it's every every characteristic you would want in a woman. Like just standing right in front of you. Like what the fuck, bitch? Is this real? Like it was definitely a time where. 
I probably should have spoke more because I talk so much. I probably should have spoke more, but I was so like, I'm really soaking this in. Like, I'm really here. This bitch said hi to me. Like, <laughs> and you know, Rihanna, she like, she just be trying to play everything cool. So she's just like, hey, Rico, like, first of all, don't, don't even say my name because you don't know who I am. Like, do you know who I am? Like, girl, it's crazy. Like, it's really crazy. I feel like I just, I, I talk about her in every interview that I've probably ever done. And I finally met her. So now when people say, like, who do you want to meet? I'm going to say God. Like, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's done. I don't mean to meet anyone else. Like, that's it. Uh, that's what's up. Yeah, I would have freaked. I, yeah, I'd be like, well, that's it. I mean, I, if I go tomorrow, then I already met Rihanna. Like, <laughs> I met Rihanna. We fucking, she, she said my name. It's not like, hey, girl. You know that video of Rihanna pretending like she, like she remembered? <laughs> That bitch just so fucking cute. Like, that's, it wasn't like that. It was like, she really knew me. So having that as a reference, like, oh, I know how you act when you don't know nobody. It was just amazing. Like, even the whole process, like, working with Fenty, they just make you feel like a, they make you feel like a bad bitch. Like, like a, they don't leave nothing out. Like, you know, when you have, like, if you have a photo shoot and stuff, normally you have to, like, gloss your own body or your makeup artist would do that. But, like, and he like they gloss your body they compliment you all the way through they're like you look great you look amazing and the compliments aren't like empty either like it's just like oh I look good mm, I really don't it's like oh bitch I know I look good because Rihanna Rihanna don't like no ugly bitches bitch like it just feels good like I don't even know how to describe it like it feels good especially like seeing all the different body types like Backstage, yeah, you might see a girl with a really fat ass. Then you might see a girl who's literally shaped. Like, I've seen so many women that were shaped, like, more like my mom or, like, my aunt. And it's just super, like, wow, these are real people. Like, this bitch knows how to pick them. Yeah. I was like, wow, I'm living back here. Like, Paris Hilton, Willow Smith. Okay. What's going on? Like, what? what? She was going crazy this year. Yeah. That's such a dope experience, for sure. So, how do you want to be remembered, Rico? Oh, man. That shit makes me so sad when people ask me. How do I want to be remembered? Like, after I die? Yes. I mean, after all this is over. How, how everybody else who makes music is remembered is just Thomas. You remembered forever. I want to be remembered forever. That's it. Like how fucking Amy Winehouse. I was just in the car singing Amy Winehouse at the top of my lungs. What song? And this fucking, what song was we li listening to? Valerie? Yes. I love Valerie. Oh my God. It was Valerie and me and Mr. Jones. Yes. Yes. Like, I was singing it so hard, and I'm, like, crying, and I'm, like, yo, like, this is timeless, bro. Like, she's gone, 
but look at how she's remembered. She's remembered by beautiful days of me in the car, like happy, like, oh my God, this is my shit. That's how I'm going to be remembered. Like, I just want whenever people to turn my shit on for the rest of eternity, they know, yo, if you wasn't, if you ain't going to, yo, what, you don't know Rico Nasty? What the fuck? Like, I need, I need that same type energy. Like, that energy we bring when niggas is like, imagine somebody saying they ain't never heard of Nicki Minaj. Imagine somebody saying they ain't never heard of Beyonce. Bitch, that's how I want to be remembered. I want to be remembered like, you ain't hurt? What? Yeah, like that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I feel like you already there, honestly. You already there. Like, not not to guess, but for sure, you're already there. You're welcome, you're welcome. That's it from me. Thank yeah. you so much. This was so fun. Um, yeah, thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure. Keep doing you, sis. I'm like lost. Are those like Marley Twist locks? So they're butterfly locks. So like I I did them. I like crochet them and then just wrap this wrap the shit up and down. I like them. Thank girl. This is it for me. See, you just that's it. Nobody can tell me that they ugly now because I'll be like, look, what? These bitches be hating, girl. These bitches be hating. Why do they be hating so hard? Like, for what? <laughs> for what? <laughs> Those are really cute. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. Thank you so much, Tiffany and Rico. Thank you, guys. That went well. That was really yes. they, The fucking pictures for this one. This might be my favorite one. Yes, yes. You got my word. Period. See, that's all I need. I mean, I'm gonna be like, look, I got it recorded. <laughs> proof. This is proof. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Um, I'm gonna write it up and then um, send it over to you for like just to kind of pass through it and then it'll be in the mag. All good. All right, thank, thank you, ladies. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye. Oh, she's Spanish. Like, it was just always like, oh, yeah, she's white. She listens to rock. Like, look at how she dresses. Like, look how she talks. Like, so that shit was always a battle for me. I was always like, why the fuck do people think that I'm white? Like, that shit was, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> It's insulting. <laughs> no offense, but like, really? Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I feel like people just try to, you know, put people in boxes that make sense. And I feel like a lot of people don't come, don't really want to know exactly people's full, like, background and, like, that we're diverse. It's not just, like, black and white feel better about like their opinion on that person like exactly. it, it really do it really do so what did your parents teach you about mental health mm. do parents teach mental health do they i mean do they <laughs> i feel like parents teach mental health in the sense where they show you where, where they went wrong Cause you'll just be like, 
damn, look at how other people do this, and I can't do that. Where was y'all at during this time of that developmental stage? But I feel like you you can't really put everything on, on your parents. But, yeah, my parents really taught me. One thing that they taught me about mental health was that it's not real. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I got older that my parents were like, mental health you're, you're gonna like be old one day take care of yourself but it was never take care of your mind it was more so take care of your body don't do drugs don't do this don't stay out late don't party but it was never like hey if you, you know you're going crazy banging your head against the walls you should talk to somebody like right I think, um yeah all of that shit i feel like when you're when you're black that shit is kind of like invisible like what is mental health like mental health is you being dramatic <laughs> Right, no, for but real. But I feel like growing up now, like with my son, I'm, I'm probably definitely going to tell him like expressing your feelings is normal. It's okay to feel whatever you want to feel. Mm-hmm. My parents always made me feel like being angry was disrespectful. Mm. So then I started tying being angry with authority as like a sense of relief because I can't get angry with my parents because that's a disrespect, but it all trickles down. It does. Yeah, it's kind of like when when your parents are so big on like, um, don't embarrass me Mm -hmm. type of vibe. It can be very hard. Self-confidence, because then everything that you do should just, it's always like, well, I'm doing this so I don't embarrass them. And it's hard to build your own identity, like very hard. That's what it was senior year just like everything my mom did I did my mom hated like she hated the way I dressed she hated fucking I had piercing she hated my piercing she hated my fucking makeup my lipstick everything kind of like irritated her so it was always just like I started dressing like a basic bitch just so I could make my mom more comfortable no. you know what I'm saying and then like when I finally stopped living with my mom stopped living with my parents and like they haven't seen me in a couple weeks and then they see me it's not so much like what is all this? It's like, wow, you look like <laughs> yes. I feel good because they they aren't there to nitpick every little fucking thing. But I feel like parents are never satisfied because they're always just like, you could be better, you could be the best, and, and I'm the only child, so it's just like, this is our chance. <laughs> it's on you. It is on you. All your fucking eggs in the basket with me. And I'm just running around here throwing eggs at people's houses. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it sucks being the only child, too. Like, I, I definitely wish that I would have had a brother or sister somewhere down the line. Yeah, for sure. Do you, do you kind of encourage that in your son to just, like, be himself and, like, embrace that creativity and, like... I feel like I do. My son is bad. He bad because I let him do that. I shouldn't let him do that. I shouldn't. I, I, I don't even know what to say. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because <laughs> let them embrace themselves. And they just be tripping. He be tripping sometimes. Like, I be like, bro, like, you need to calm down. Like, but um, I feel like most, when I say that, like I say, I feel like most parents will associate that with, like, they acting grown. But luckily, I have a son. Mm-hmm. So... I don't really think there is, there won't be none of that, oh, he ain't grown for business, he acting grown, because, like, that's more so for women. That's mm-hmm. more so for girls to mind your manners and just, like, stay in a child's place. Keep it cute, bitch. You gotta be, keep it cute. Don't be a girl for business. You know what I'm saying? But as a boy, it's it's a little bit different. I, like, 
I like the fact that he listens. I like the fact that I could be having an adult conversation and he'll like, he'll pull from the funny shit. Almost as if like, he know what's going on. So yeah. I feel like I ain't gonna do much hiding with him. You know how you have to hide shit? I don't feel like I'm gonna have to do much hiding with him because he, he been around, he been around it. He ain't, yeah. you know, it ain't like how my parents was. It was like very sheltered in mm-hmm. a sense. Obviously not from music, but my mom, I was very sheltered. With him, it's more so like, whatever decisions you choose to make, they're going to be on you. I'm going to be here, good or bad, but I can't do what my parents did and make me afraid to make decisions. Yes. You ain't, you just going to be living in my fucking basement. Yes. You're going to be living with me. You're going to, like, imagine my 30-year-old son live with me. I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be mad. If you're 30 years old, I'm going to be mad. All because I couldn't tell you how to make decisions. Uh-uh. I'll be damned. That's too funny. I mean, being 30, living in with my mom would be absolutely terrible. But also good. That's what I was about to say. Like, the older, <laughs> older you get, it's like 20s is like, fuck, no, I'd never. But then it's like 30, it's like, I mean, I don't know. She could cook dinner. She could right. <laughs> So what freedom does Rico Nasty has that Maria Kelly did? Uh, freedom to wear what she wants. Mm-hmm. Like my shirt. I can't wear this around my mom. She think my titty popping out. You. She'll be like, your titties are showing. She would trip. Yeah. But, uh, oh my God, my hair color. Yes. Um, just like my choice in appearance in general. Mm-hmm. Which is something that most women get once once they start with it. But, um, mine is a little bit hardcore. Like, I get to wear, like, the BDSM type of outfits and shit like that. Obviously, nobody's mother wants to see their child in that. But that's what I'm interested in. So that comes with the freedom. And I just feel like also being accepted for those things. Like, I kind of, like, get to be weird in my freedom. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Is it is it mostly that with like the relationship with your parents that you feel like there's more freedom with being Rico Nasty or do you feel like just every day? Mm. Every day. Mm-hmm. I feel like I learned new shit about myself and about like I guess the power that my talent holds. Mm. Like every day I learn like wow that shit. That's a freedom that I have for mm-hmm. working hard or for making a, a song that somebody can relate to. Like, oh, getting your car towed. Fucking. Like, it'd be a lot of shit that's just like, it'd be wrong. And then they see me and it's like, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. I was just like, I can't really pinpoint one thing, but I mean, free food is always a plus. People Ooh. like giving me free food all the time. <laughs> I like that. I appreciate that. My like fast food workers, they're like fucking Rico, Frosty. Yes, <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate like it's a lot of freedom you get from being an artist, bro. It's like weird mm-hmm. in a different way. I can um, I I wouldn't have said that a couple years ago, mm-hmm. but now I feel like I'm here, and shit is different. Like they treat you like a fucking like a family member, bro. Like. 
That's good. That's what's up. So do you find it, did you find it particularly difficult earlier on in your career as a black woman to like do this music thing? I still consider myself coming out in the era where it was like, there's only Nick. Mm. Because I had Sugar Trap on the album before Cardi. Like all my shit was already. Like Cardi took mainstream by surprise, but like underground wise, I always just like, oh, it's only Nikki. I'm just gonna be like that forever. And then when shit kind of like changed, it was just like, I don't even know how to express it. It was it was really fast. Mm-hmm. It was definitely overnight. It was definitely like a switch around like popping where it was just like I feel like how can I say this it was so much shit up in the air and so many different people not liking each other that nobody had ever heard about respectfully that it was just like play after play after play artist after artist and they were all girls and it was just ever since then like it was just it never stopped <laughs> like I'll never forget that shit it was it was like really fast obviously we have our mainstream artists but like being an under, underground black woman in rap was not even cool until like 2015 right and it was crazy like it was obviously you have the club shit you have certain shit and then you have like you have fears of them making you conform, yes. You will have situations where they might knock on the door, like, are you willing to conform? But you have to, when you get in this shit, you gotta know what you want. You gotta figure it out. You got like three years to figure out what you want. After that, if you don't, your shit gonna go dry. Crazy. When did you figure out what you wanted? When I got back from, when I got back from Mexico, mm-hmm. like last year. That was like the best trip ever. And it wasn't even like no crazy luxurious shit. I went to Mexico and thought I was gonna be like out most of the time, but I wound up being in a bed and just thinking myself to death because I thought that the fucking album was gonna have to come out back then. And in thinking myself to death, it was just like, bro, like, what are you gonna do after this album? After what, like, what is this? And you have to have that talk with yourself, and it just becomes like, I got rich off being myself. I'm going to just keep doing that. That's lit. That's what's up. I mean, I feel like that's really what it's all about. I mean, just really being authentic to who you are. And that's dope that you, you're able to do that and be a rock star and make if you, conform, if you conform to whatever people want you to be like whenever somebody look up to you they not gonna really have a real version of you to look up to they'll have a manufactured version and I feel like early on I was touring probably more than a lot of people yeah. back to back selling shit out I was on the road for almost a year straight and it was just like seeing all these girls skinny girls thick girls light skinned girls dark skinned girls black girls white girls Muslim girls Spanish girls Oh, like, bro, you make me feel powerful. Then when I'm in meetings and people are like, bro, you should switch it like this or do it like this, I'm like, kiss my ass. Like, for what? Right. Love me already. (laughs) (laughs) So true. 
So with everything happening with like social inequality and all the social injustices and police brutality, all this madness, do you feel like it's a responsibility for you as an artist to like speak up on stuff like that? A lot of us, I don't want to say a lot of us, I want to say a lot of this new generation, the first thing that they do when they wake up is check academics or check their favorite application. So, I feel like as an artist, you need to be, they need to, they need to see that shit. Whether they white, whatever, they need to see what you had to see. They need to see and feel that fucking pain that you're going through. They should. They deserve to. Everybody got to understand, like, what's going on right now. And I feel like if you're not using your platform to address that or enlighten people on it, I think that's really what it is. Because, like, I can honestly say it'd be a lot of people, like, white people that follow me, and they're, like, really, sadly, they're confused. They don't, they literally live in a different world than us bro like they literally don't understand that feeling they don't they never have felt that so trying to like make a person that never felt that feel like yo this shit is real through a post it can be hard to do it can be very hard to do but you gotta do that because that's your fucking job Yes. That's your job. You know how your job as an artist is to get on stage and dance and do all that other your job as a black person it's to let black people and other and everybody know what the fuck is going on because this shit has been going on for so long and it's just gets swept under the rug and another big ass problem surfaces and it's just like what about that like nigga are we gonna fix this is it just gonna keep being like just and if you're not speaking on that if you're not letting people know hey guys like spread love spread love it's as simple as that no you don't need to tell niggas a long speech but bro spread love and if you see some weird shit going on help help as much as you can like that ain't snitching like you see somebody getting killed you're a civilian i don't have shit to do with you nigga you better let that nigga mama know what happened like and these cops not gonna you think fox is cnn gonna tell us the truth a lot of the truth, it's crazy that I can say this, a lot of the truth on this black, the gang, the violence that be coming against us be on social media. A lot of the truth, a lot of this last person's tweets, the place this person was at, who this person was with, that you go on their page, young, like, it's, it's too easy to find. So if you find it and you know the truth, spread the truth. That's it. Yes, yes. And I feel like your music already is like political because it's like our rage it's our joy i mean i don't know how many times i listen to smack a bitch during this whole thing like because that's really the sentiment like that's how i feel uh at home and your laundry right <laughs> yes <laughs> what's the world like no for real. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that. I feel like oftentimes people expect like conscious music to have to say something about it. And I don't think that's true. I, I feel like your music is just as conscious because it's like, yo, thank God I have to 
smack a bitch today. And it's like, that's real. And it's crazy too, because obviously I, I've, I've done a lot of interviews for this um, album and there's so many people like early on, are you taking the more conscious route when you speak, when you're talking about vulnerability and you're talking about this, are you going to take a more like conscious approach? Are you going to be talking about what's going on in the world? And I said that that is conforming. That's conforming in my eyes. That's not what I do. I don't take political arguments and turn them into music. No, mm-hmm. I turn people's emotions up. That's what I do. If you fucking mad, you get to be mad with me. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to say, these bitches mad. No, bitch, we're mad, bitch. We mad, bitches, okay? If we're feeling cute and we feeling ditzy, it's power and all of those emotions. Like, And if I just focused on lyrics and just being a, a lyricist and I'm so lyrical, mysterical, typical, typical, like, yo, that shit is like, that's not fun, bro. Like, nobody's gonna feel like a bad bitch to that. And I feel like right now in the world, it's, it's, it's so much going on against black women. Like, I know we, we see it. Like, there's so much going on with like, just like, oh, you can't trust these bitches and all this like negative ass shit. And I just feel like I'm so excited to drop this project because I feel like we finally need the rage. When I dropped my music before, I never, it was not a time where we needed rage. We didn't need that shit. It was kind of different. But now that y'all know what I'm coming with, it's like, no, bitch, we need the rage. Yes. These these people out here are tripping on black women, like tripping on us, taking shit from us, hurting us, lying on us, stealing from us, like talking down on us, making videos about this shit, think this shit is funny, making songs and whole albums about this shit, taking it like a fucking joke as if we're not somebody's niece, daughter, could be your cousin. Like, it's kind of fucking disgusting. And I feel like now more than ever, we need we need some shit to bang our heads to and let these niggas know we is not playing with y'all. I got this fucking mace, bitch. I'm not playing. We out here, okay? <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. And do you feel like, I mean, just on the topic of Black women in the industry how can we support black women in the music industry more by not being fake by just being a fucking human being like every every time you don't have to make a post about everything that somebody going through like if you feel like this person deserves like a word or to be spoken to bruh do that shit in private do that shit like one-on-one like let this person know like Aside from, like, likes and all these people, like, oh, you fuck with her, too. Like, I understand that, like, aside from this shit, like, you're a person. And I, I I see what's going on and just talk to them. Stop using, like, their clout as a way to get other people to talk to you. Because that's what I think it is. Like, somebody go through something and everybody makes a post. And then it's just like, but did you, like, call this bitch? And t- like, did, are you, are we really talking about what's going on right now? Or is it just, like okay, let me post this old-ass picture and wish you well. Like, are you going to check on me, bro? Like, it gets scary. It gets scary. And and once again, nobody in this industry owes you shit. So keep keep up in mind. Like, don't nobody need to be nice to you when you go through private shit. A lot of artists, like, I know, if I went through some really private-ass shit, I don't want people from the music world, like, that I don't really talk to hitting me up. But 
if it's genuine, it's genuine, and, and, you res- and you respect people for that, and it's a respectable thing to do other than using other people's shit as content. Yeah. Because this isn't just content, this is somebody's real life. So if you care about black women, you care about black artists, hit them one-on-one. Like, when when the cameras is off, bitch, hit them one-on-one, because they're still a person. I feel like all this glitz and glam gets washed away. Like, bitch, we take our wigs off. We come on our periods. We get cramps. We get our heart broke. Just like everybody else, just because we dress nice does not fucking change that, like, at all. That's so true. So true. I mean, where... Where do you see, like, it progressing? Where, like, the progression is being made at? Do you feel like there's some type of progression or you feel like we kind of hit a a wall here? I feel like there's no progression in the human race as of now because, like, niggas can't go nowhere. But I feel like once artists are able to do what they did before, like, have these gatherings of their fans and create memories again, like, I think that there's going to be a lot more love being spread, mm-hmm. a lot more. I don't know. I sound like that bitch off Mean Girls. It's like everybody could just live happily ever after and just get along. We can just all get along. Rainbows, rainbows and unicorns. We're just gonna be sober. Bitch, this world is ugly, so I can't promise that. But I can promise that I'm gonna be spreading love to everybody. I'm gonna be checking in on everybody. Bitch, you trying to slide? I think that's what's happening now. That's the progression. The progression is like women are like one on one, like. Bitch, you trying to pull up? Come on, pull up. Let's have some fun and let's go out. Let's get to know each other better. Let's uplift one another. Um, I think there's 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 definitely a change happening. Like I this woman rap right now, bitch. We I could put my I know I could, if my best friend wanted to rap, I could put that bitch on. Mm. I could put them on just like how all these niggas like when they when they oh you want rap bro and they put their friends on like that's how female rap is like it's mm-hmm. lit now it's really lit like if you want rap girl all you need is one song bitch. <laughs> you out here yes that one song I'll be like you know Rico said all I needed was one song good or bad I really like it really doesn't matter to me because like it's just a fucking stepping stone it's just like Bitch, either way, the fact that we can even do that, the fact that, like, you can literally make a song, I could post it, and you might get a deal. It's just, like, <laughs> blows my mind. Like, niggas are checking for women. These labels are, they, be, yeah, be aware. These labels are checking for women now. Mm-hmm. Check, like, checking for women. Like, you would think they not signed. Yo, everybody getting signed. It's a deal for you, deal for you. Deal. Now, whether or not they're good, I don't know. So, make sure you read them. But, you know. They check in for us, and a couple years ago, they weren't yeah. at all. Yeah, we could barely get in the club without being with niggas. Like <laughs> now, we own the club, bitch. <laughs> niggas not going in the club unless it's a female rapper performing. Period, because they know it's gonna be bitches. The times have changed already. Like mm-hmm. it's over. Yes, it really is. It really is. Speaking of like fashion. Um, and like just women just being baddies and like just really doing it like you do it for sure so what are some like black fashion icons you look up to Ooh, Grace Jones yes Grace Jones oh my god Grace 
fucking Jones. Grace Grace Jones. When um okay, when it's time, like the the cameras cut on and like it's time for a photo shoot, I be channeling my inner Grace Jones, like with my profiles and stuff. Like I know I ain't got the cheekbones, but that bitch, that's a bad bitch. I mean, Naomi Campbell, obviously, I love her. I love her walk. I love everything that she fucking ever did. The other girl, what's her name? Um, she was with. Her name is Iman. She was with ASAP Rocky. That was what I was like during Tumblr. I was like, okay. yes. Um, it's like a, first of all, I feel like all the best people in fashion are black women. So the list could kind of go on and on. Like Eve was like one of my big like fashion inspirations. I guess like younger, younger, like younger. I remember I wanted to cut my hair like Eve mm-hmm. like when I was like in the third grade. Yes. I wanted my hair cut like Rough Riders, like bitch. Cut it off. And my mom was like really upset and she just got mad. But um Rihanna for me was really like, you know how everybody has that stand moment. I think Rihanna and Nicki Minaj were like Rihanna, my stands are my stand list is really weird. Rihanna, Nicki Minaj, and Tyler. Those were the phases that I went through. Like proud stand, had all the merch, stood in line. Right. Had the album, had the posters, was for those three people. It was really bad for Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj just was the worst stand phase of my life. It really was. Like, it was so, I cut my bangs, bitch. It <laughs> took forever to grow back. And, like, everything was always, like, like I was just so animated. Like... <laughs> Nicki Minaj, bro, when she first came out, she was like a fucking drug. Like, you had to do that shit in private. Like, when you wanted to fucking sing Nicki, she would be like, shimmy, shimmy, girl. Like, you really had to get into that. Like, if you had your group of friends, you did it with them, and it was like a party. But if you didn't, bitch, you was just out here looking crazy. Nicki was, that was fun. I mean, and then to go and work with Reed for the Savage Fenty show. I almost shat myself. Rico, like, that's huge. Like, it was like one of those moments that I can't even describe it, honestly, because Rihanna, Rihanna, it's just, she's so beautiful. Like, she really, like, oh, my God, I feel like such a head-ass. Because, like, everybody says it. Like, everyone says the same thing. She's so beautiful. She's so nice. She's so, like, amazing and angelic and graceful and smooth and swaggy. Like, it's every every characteristic you would want in a woman. Like, just standing right in front of you. Like, what the fuck, bitch? Is this real? Like, it was definitely a time where... I probably should have spoke more because I talk so much. I probably should have spoke more, but I was so like, I'm really soaking this in. Like, I'm really here. This bitch said hi to me. Like, <laughs> and you know, Rihanna, she like, she just be trying to play everything cool. So she's just like, hey, Rico, like, first of all, don't, don't even say my name because you don't know who I am. Like, do you know who I am? Like, girl. It's crazy, like, it's really crazy. I feel like I just, I, I talk about her in every interview that I've probably ever done, and I finally met her. So now when people say, like, who do you want to meet? I'm going to say God. Like, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's done. 
me to meet anyone else. Like, that's it. Uh, that's what's up. Yeah, I would have freaked. I, yeah, I'd be like, well, that's it. I mean, I, if I go tomorrow, then I already met Rihanna. Like, <laughs> I met Rihanna. We fucking, she, she said my name. It's not like, hey, girl. You know that video of Rihanna pretending like she, like she remembered. <laughs> that bitch just so fucking cute. Like that's, it wasn't like that. It was like she really knew me. So having that as a reference, like, oh, I know how you act when you don't know nobody. It was just amazing. Like even the whole process, like working with Fenty, they just make you feel like a, they make you feel like a bad bitch. Like, like a, they don't leave nothing out like you know when you have like if you have a photo shoot and stuff normally you have to like gloss your own body or your makeup artist would do that but like fenty like they gloss your body they compliment you all the way through they're like you look great you look amazing and the compliments aren't like empty either like it's just like oh i look good hmm, i really don't it's like oh bitch i know i look good because rihanna rihanna don't like no ugly bitches bitch like it just feels good like I don't even know how to describe it like it feels good especially like seeing all the different body types like backstage yeah you might see a girl with a really fat ass then you might see a girl who's literally shaped like I've seen so many women that were shaped like more like my mom or like my aunt and it's just super like wow these are real people like this bitch knows how to pick them I was like wow I'm living back here like Paris Hilton Willow Smith okay What's going on? Like, what? What? She was going crazy this year. Yeah, that's such a dope experience for sure. So, how do you want to be remembered, Rico? Oh man, that shit makes me so sad when people ask me, "How do I want to be remembered?" Like after I die. Yes. I mean, after all this is over. How, how everybody else who makes music is remembered is just timeless. You remembered forever. Mm-hmm. Only be remembered forever. That's it. Like how fucking Amy Winehouse. I was just in the car singing Amy Winehouse at the top of my lungs. What's and on? this fucking, what song was we li- listening Valerie? Yes. I love Valerie. Oh my god! It was Valerie and me and Mr. Jones. Yes, yes. Like I was singing it so hard, and I'm like crying, and I'm like, "Yo, like this is timeless, bro. Like she's gone, but look at how she's remembered. She's remembered by beautiful days of me in the car, like happy, like oh my god, this is my shit. That's how I'm gonna be remembered." Like, I just want, whenever people to turn my shit on for the rest of eternity, they know, yo, if you wasn't, if you ain't going to a, yo, what, you don't know Rico Nasty? What the fuck? Like, I need, I need that same type energy. Like, that energy we bring when niggas is like, imagine somebody saying they ain't never heard of Nicki Minaj. Imagine somebody saying they ain't never heard of Beyonce. Bitch, that's how I want to be remembered. I want to be remembered like, you ain't hurt, what? Yeah, like that. yes 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 I feel like you already there honestly you already there like not not to guess but for sure you're already there you're welcome you're welcome that's it from me 
Thank you so much. This was so fun. Um, yeah, thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure. Keep doing you, sis. I'm like lost. Are those like Marley twist locks? So they're butterfly locks. So like I I did them, I like crochet them and then just wrap this wrap the shit up and down. I like them. Thank girl. This is it for me. See? You just that's it. Nobody can tell me that they ugly now. Cause I'll be like, look. What? These bitches be hating, girl. These bitches be hating. Why do they be hating so hard? Like, for what? <laughs> for what? <laughs> Those are really cute. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. Thank you so that much, Tiffany and Rico. Thank you, guys. That went well. That was really yes. lit. The fucking pictures for this one. This might be my favorite one. Yes, yes. You got my word. Period. See, that's all I need. I mean, I'm gonna be like, look, I got it recorded. <laughs> proof. This is proof. <laughs> well, okay, thank you so much. Um, I'm gonna write it up and then um, send it over to you for like just to kind of pass through it, and then it'll be in the mag. All good. All right. Thank, thank you, ladies. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye.